The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, hello, Chadville. Happy Monday. Hope it's uh, been a good day so far. It's a gorgeous, warm day uh, right across the region. It's Jaylen Nye flying solo today. Uh, hope you had a good Mother's Day weekend. It was a gorgeous weekend out there, and that warm weather is continuing for the next couple of days. Had a, a Mother's Day text from... The kid in Sherwood Park had a phone call from the kid in Tokyo, so that about summed it up for my Mother's Day. I can tell you, and he is okay with me sharing this with you, Andrew is not with us today. He has... um well, we've, we told you last week that um, his mom had been taken to the hospital. Well, his mom has taken a bit of a turn for the worse. And so Andrew uh, went to Ottawa to uh, spend some time uh, with his mom while he could. And certainly on this Mother's Day weekend, I can tell you right now that they had a, they've had a, a good visit so far. He should be back with us tomorrow afternoon. So again, I hope your Mother's Day weekend uh, was a good one. As mentioned, these hot temperatures... Boy, oh boy, the forecast today up to 28 degrees. I think we're around 24, 25 right now. And that wind, uh, pretty gusty out of the west-southwest. Tomorrow supposed to be warm as well. Some cloud uh, moving in on Wednesday and then maybe some rain on Thursday. And that's going to be some good news for our friends out in the Bruderheim area. Um, there is that um, that uh, wildfire, a wildland fire they're calling it, in the area of Township Road 564 and Range Road 211 in northern Strathcona County. Um, And the latest update from Strathcona County saying that the on-ground work continues with ground crews to control the fire spread. No buildings have been lost. However, three farms have been voluntarily evacuated. So uh, Mounties are on the scene to assist with traffic in that area. There's um, uh, a dozen firefighters, some command staff, um, fire trucks, you name it helicopter, that sort of thing in the area, helping that. We'll keep you updated, and please keep us updated if you see anything uh, that needs to to be reported, uh, because there have been a number of uh, wildfires, brush fires in the region over the last uh, little while. Um, on the show today, well, a couple of things. It's been a brutal start to uh, motorcycle season in the province of Alberta. May is Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month, but there have already been five fatalities. There was another accident yesterday and a couple more in uh, Calgary over the weekend. So we're going to talk with Leanne Langlois from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society about that and and the importance for both you know drivers and riders to keep an eye on each other um, over the next few months because, boy, oh boy, as I said, off to a bad start. Um, um, as well, 2.30, well, we're going to talk to uh, Brittany Greenslade uh, out of Global Winnipeg. The Winnipeg Jets just flying high right now. How fun has it been to watch... Um uh, these games. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets and the Vegas Golden Knights uh, game two goes tonight in Winnipeg. We'll talk to Brittany about what it's like in Winnipeg right now. Do you remember that playoff run back in 2006? How much fun that was here in the city? Well, the Jets so thirsty right now. So thirsty. So we'll talk to Brittany. Um, Todd Hirsch, the senior economist at ATB Financial will join us a little earlier than normal on this Monday. Three o'clock with uh, this week's 
edition of The Hoot. And we're going to be talking about new and used vehicle sales as well. Interesting report that came out last week about how pickup trucks no longer the uh, the most popular. Was it the most popular uh, vehicle in Alberta that it had switched to SUV? So curious to know what you're driving these days. I'm, I'm driving kind of a... It's kind of like a modified car SUV. It's like an SUV that's been squished down a little bit. My husband, though, still driving the big pickup truck. You can get a hold of us anytime at 6.30, At uh, 3.35, um, we've been talking about it all day. The news, you have heard the sad news that uh, Claire Drake, legendary coach Claire Drake, has passed away at the age of 89. What a career, what a legacy of uh, Claire Drake. We're going to talk with Stan Marple, the GM of the University of Alberta Golden Bears, the hockey, the men's hockey team, former player under uh, Claire Drake as well. So we're going to talk to him about uh, his legacy uh, as well. Um, a number of texts coming in at 6.30, 6.30 again. You can get a hold of me anytime at that, uh, at that number. Also, as Eileen has mentioned, Margot Kidder, the Canadian-born actress, best known as Lois Lane in the Superman movie franchise in the late 70s and early 80s, has passed away. She was 69, born in Yellowknife, in Yellowknife. And I did mention the Jets game tonight, game two, the Western Conference final going at 6 o'clock this evening. You can hear it right here on 6.30 Chet. As I mentioned, the Jets tried to take a 2-0 lead over the Vegas Knights. Tomorrow will be game three between the Capitals and the Lightning. The Capitals are up 2-0. So, let's do this. Let's uh, cue this up right now. We'll take a break here at 2.12. On the other side, let's talk a little motorcycle safety and how we can all take uh, better care of each other on the road. That's still to come on the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. It's 2.15 on this Monday edition of the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. Well, as we mentioned, there's been another motorcycle accident in the city. This one happened yesterday when a motorcyclist suffered serious injuries when he lost control of his motorcycle. Now, the rider is expected to be okay, but it has been a deadly start to the motorcycle season with five deaths already in the province. Leanne Langlois, the president of the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society, joins us this afternoon. Hey, Leanne. Hi, Jay. How's it going? Good. Good. Well, not bad, but boy, oh boy, what a crappy start to uh, Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month, huh? Oh, I know. And just a clarification, because of what transpired over this past weekend down south, we're actually at six fatalities. We're at six now. Yeah. So when you hear this, Leanne, um, you know, what do you think? I mean, it's been a couple of years now since the society started up really with an aim at educating the public, educating uh, motorcyclists as well, trying mm-hmm. to be, you know, get the message out about safety for both for both drivers and riders. Y- you just must get frustrated. Uh, it is. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It hurts my heart every time I either come across the news headline myself because I have alerts set or, or my VP, Marty Forbes, sends me a text. But, you know, we're just going to keep trying to educate the general public and all road users, whether you're a driver or a motorcycle rider, to, you know, do everything in your power to get home safe. I mean, this, this season's unprecedented for me since I've been doing the AMSS work, but, uh, you know, we're not going to give up, obviously. It just means that we're very much needed. You know, it's amazing. Every time I hear about an accident, I, I wonder who it is or yeah. if it's someone that I know. I Well, and it's with 
uh, how connected I am in the motorcycle yeah. community now and with everybody on our board and how connected they are as well. It's the first thought is, and, and for me, it's not even what kind of bike to differentiate, you know, who yeah. my friends are. I've got friends on, you know, the sport bike side and the cruiser mm-hmm. side. So really I'm far reaching and it, and it just makes, makes me scared for people that I know or just people that my people might know. I mean, really, we're all one big family, so one of us goes down, we all kind of hurt. Yeah, for sure. Now, one of the things that you've been trying to stress or the society has been uh, trying to stress is uh, left-hand turns. Give us an idea what's going on there. Well, this year has been a really bad start for that. Um, Out of the six fatalities that we've had, um, five of those have or sorry, four of those have been, nope, five now, sorry, have been recorded uh, because of a left-hand turning vehicle in three separate collisions. Huh. Uh, one out by the Mascochis and then two down in the Calgary area. And, um, you know, it's, it seems to be the reason why it stays in our top three risk factors. We're just, we're not seen when drivers are trying to make that left turn. We're such a small vehicle. We just don't register and... You know, we're not on the road all year. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard for people to remember. You know, we were talking about this earlier, you and I, and, and I, you know, even though you haven't been riding for a couple of years, you're still a rider, so yeah. you still think bike, and not everybody is, and we need to get everybody on that on that bandwagon. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you had talked about uh, places where people can ride year-round, and maybe that those statistics might be better there, because you get used to seeing uh, the motorcycles year-round, whereas in Edmonton, whereas in Alberta, it's it's maybe a, a five-month season if we're lucky, and so it's, it's, yeah. it's having to set, you know, do, do this reprogram every spring well it's also you look at europe the statistics in europe are are quite low in comparison to what we go through here in north america but there's a different education system out there they're literally taught about um motorcycles from like the time that they're born it's just it's a part of their world it's a part of their environment so even if they don't have a riding season all Mm -hmm. year round for some reason that sink bike has been ingrained in them from such a young age, and we need to start doing that here. You know, back to those left turn accidents and fatalities, I, I, I find left turns doesn't, doesn't really matter. They tend to be dangerous, and a lot of people will push it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what you're driving. A lot of people will push and go, oh, yeah, I have enough time, I have enough time, and then you don't have enough time. No, you don't. And the other part is because motorcycles are so small, the, the judgment of the distance away is, is uh, different yeah. than it would be a bigger vehicle. So you think you have time, but you, you actually don't. So it's best to just kind of wait for that that vehicle, whether it's a vehicle or a motorcycle, to get through that intersection and then turn left. And, hey, if you have to wait for the next light, <laughs> at least somebody's alive. Yeah, you know, I was uh, <laughs> waiting for the next light. That's a that's a funny thing. I was I was turning left. I was I had an appointment downtown uh, on uh, on Saturday, so I was trying to turn left from Jasper Ave- Avenue onto 109th. And you know what that's mm-hmm. like at the best of times. Oh, I know. But you know, even with a turning light, even with a left hand turning light, only about one vehicle got through on that because everyone has been pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. So yeah. oh well, we're out in the middle. There's two cars going through, three cars going through. Um, no one wants to wait. No one wants to just say, okay, you know what? I'll wait for that next slide. It just, it, it seems where, to happen so rarely, lose, Leanne. Where did we lose the patience? <laughs> like, why is everybody in such a hurry to get nowhere? Uh-huh. 
And that's what's causing so many issues on our streets, and not just for motorcyclists, but you look at cyclists, you look Uh at pedestrians, and just regular vehicle, like vehicle-to-vehicle collisions. Like, I mean, come on now, it's it's, it's just share the road. It's really not that important. Who wants to go through that headache of insurance and getting sued or anything like that? How about we just all relax and, you know, take this driving that is a privilege that we get to do a little bit more seriously. You know what, uh, Leanne, you and I used to ride together uh, uh, years back when I I was riding. I haven't had my bike out now in, in, what, three, four years. We have to change that. I know, we do have to change (laughs) that. But you put thousands upon thousands of kilometres on your bike or your bikes uh, (laughs) every year. Um, How have you seen things change um, over even the past five years? Um, And I'm thinking about cell phones and distracted driving because like I said, I haven't been I haven't been driving in those past you know three four years, however long it's been, and I think mm-hmm. that we're seeing more and more distracted driving happening over those past years. And, and to be honest with you, and I said it last week on the air, I'm almost I'm almost scared to get back on my bike, certainly to, to ride in the city um, because of that. And it doesn't matter sometimes if my car or on the bike, um, the, the entire distracted driving thing and cell phones, um, and I think for again for motorcycles can even be more dangerous. Yeah, and, and you and I had talked about that when we shot your public service announcement and you rode my bike. Like, yeah. You were very open with the fact that you're terrified to ride in the city, and, and I don't blame you because I don't like to ride in the city either. I try to stay outside of the city and with you in the country now. It's very easy for me to get over to you and, and hey, let's hit the highway. Yeah. But, you know, if I am in the city, I'm making sure that I give myself a lot of space and I always have that exit plan yeah. because... You know, I've, I've, I can tell when somebody's weaving all over the road, you know, chances are they're not really drunk mm-hmm. anymore. Chances mm-hmm. are they're on their phone. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, when I finally get around them into a safer place, you know, I'm right. I yeah. look and I'm like, yeah, you got your phone in your hand. You know, put them down. Nothing is that important but you know there is nothing that's that important it's amazing though too as soon as the season starts i see people on their motorcycles being total jerks as well yes oh yeah (laughs) there's that too i mean there's definitely the part of our own community that gives us all a really bad name and quite frankly i need those guys to slow their role as well (laughs) you know we've got a lot of radio Uh, PSAs this year that are gentle reminders to our own community to be respectful out there, to wear your gear, to maybe do some extra, you know, advanced rider training or just any type of private rider training. There's so many options out there for that now. You know, there's just, there's a lot that we can do as riders. The number one thing that we say to everybody is you are the first person that's responsible for you when you're on that road. Absolutely. You can't control what anybody else does, but you certainly can control what you do. And if you put yourself in danger, you you know, that's the risk you're you're putting Mm -hmm. yourself in. And then your family has to take care of you or they lose you. You know, so why not enjoy the sport and, you know, love it and push your skills in the right place like a track? You know, get out there and, and do things that are, fun and enjoyable, but make sure you're doing it with safety and everybody else's regard in mind as well. Yeah, you know what, a number of texts coming in, you know, how about this one from Todd in Edmonton says, I think that if motorcycle riders actually traveled at the speed limit, it would save a lot of lives. It's hard to judge the speed of a motorcycle in your mirror for lane lane changes or left-hand turns. It's rare to see a motorcycle doing the speed limit. What do you say to that? Well, that's actually... 
there is truth and false to that statement. I mean, I ride at the speed limit or just above. Mm -hmm. One of the misconceptions about, um, you know, the way that some motorcycles handle on the street, like, you know, doing what I do, and it's all about motorcycle safety, I I absolutely have to walk the walk. I can't Mm -hmm. just talk the talk. But there are going to be times where I feel like I've been closed in and I'm claustrophobic and I'm not feeling safe. So if I have the opportunity to, you know, get out of there quickly because I see a small opening, I will do so. And it may look like I'm weaving in and out of traffic. I'm not. I'm just trying to get to that safe spot. And then I'm going to slow down and I'm going to resume going the speed limit or or just at least the flow of traffic. Mm. Um, Now, there are people who, yes, absolutely are out of control. We see the news stories of mm-hmm. motorcycles and cars getting clocked at 200 yeah. on the hen yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous no matter if you're in a car or a bike. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah, just because your um, motorcycle or your car can do 250 doesn't mean you should be doing it on the hen day. Exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. I was going to say, and, and the thing is, there are places, if you, if you want to ride fa- fast, there are places that you can go do that. Yeah, it's called a racetrack, yeah. actual raceway, and, and you know they got the straight line. You can test your skills on a quarter mile, or you can get on that road track, that road road race track, and there's race school and get involved in that. I know a lot of people have started doing that in the last couple of years. And they get it all out of their system there and then just go and enjoy the countryside like a normal person Leanne, at a normal speed. Leanne, I got to ask you about this, and I didn't uh, mention it to you when we, when we talked on the phone earlier. Mm-hmm. There was a law passed uh, just a couple of weeks ago allowing uh, members of the, the Sikh community to ride just with the, uh, their turban on. Has the yes. society um, um, taken a position on that? Oh, we have. Yeah. Um, you know, our our position on that will be and always will be that we have an immense amount of respect for every culture and faith out there. Um, but we're in the practice of motorcycle safety, so we will continue to educate on the importance of wearing a proper helmet and proper gear and just hope that people make smart choices. Um, I did have a conversation with my neighbor the other morning just before our launch, and he is of Sikh faith, and we had a great conversation about this, and he thinks that religion shouldn't supersede law, and informed me that wearing a turban is not a mandatory part of the Sikh faith. In Canada, it's a choice, and some people choose to wear them, some people don't. I'm all about religious freedoms, but in this case, we have to disagree with that exemption. Um, we feel safety needs to come first. Leanne, always great to talk with you. You can uh, follow the uh, the society on Twitter at AB underscore AMSS. And of course, the website, lots of great information there, AB-AMSS.org. Uh, let's get out riding together sometime soon, Leanne. You know what? I need to get you back on your bike because we just need to go ride. That was so fun when we did that trip. We did a lot. Let's do some day stuff. Thanks, my friend. Thank you. All right, Leanne Langlois from the Alberta Motorcycle Safety Society. A couple of your texts coming in. Um, I see a different attitude and riding habits depending on the type of bike. And you know what? Sometimes I see that as well. That text coming out of Killamore, I certainly did when I was riding. Um, From Bonneville, there's tons of distracted driving in the country too. Lots of people looking down when you pass by them on the highway. It's scary. And Max says annual testing and renewals would educate everyone. 
So thank you for that. 630-630, you can get a hold of me. Of course, the phone number here is 496-0063. Eileen Bell has news headlines up next. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.